Welcome to Explore to Evolve, the travel show to inspire you to make your life the best adventure. I'm your host Vivi and in this episode we're talking about the number one most underrated travel safety tip and how to actually ensure that you stay safe no matter where you're going. So the number one thing that I see all the time all over the world is people behaving like literally complete tourists. Now what I mean by that obviously you can distinguish the tourists by their clothes and their backpack and maybe a camera or whatever they're having with them. Most of the time it's very clear especially if you travel outside your own country you can very easily see who's a tourist and who's a local right. But there are still very clear differences between travelers and people that lived in a country for quite a while to the tourist, right? And one of the most important things, and this is something when I really understood this, this changed a lot, is that a lot of tourists really make themselves vulnerable, not only in a way of showing off and walking around with like huge golden necklaces or expensive purses or big massive cameras that are very valuable or whatever it is, but you actually make yourself the most vulnerable when you look completely lost when you're standing in a corner and you're either looking at the typical tourist map and you're just trying to figure out where am i actually you're trying to find a straight name you're trying to locate yourself on the map and you're like where the f am i on this map and i've learned that a lot of people are not actually good at reading maps they're not actually good at <laughs> directions and obviously some people are but a lot of people surprisingly are not great at this so these people specifically struggle a lot with finding themselves on a map or finding directions to get back to their hotel, to where they're staying, to wherever they need to go. Or even staring at their phone and looking around, being completely lost, trying to figure out on Google Maps where they are, where they have to go, where to move around. I'm sure you've seen it, a person looking at their phone, trying to locate it, like do I have to go left or right, trying to make the Google Maps work? <laughs> And it's it's very cute. It happens to all of us that we get lost eventually. Even the more we travel, the more likely you will get lost, at least at, at some point in life, right? Or you're in a city, maybe you're having a conversation with someone else, you're walking around, you're like, oh god, how did we get here? I did not pay attention of like where we were working, how we got here now, where do we get to our next destination, where do we get to, I don't know, the museum, the restaurant, the next site, the next place that we want to visit or how do we get back now if you show and it's very interesting because humans are a little bit like dogs in the sense that we can smell we can sense that people are more vulnerable that they're in fear that they don't know where they are that they're lost and just like more aggressive dogs attack more vulnerable dogs <laughs> in this way humans are more likely to do the same so if someone is in a place where they are like oh my god I don't have money to feed my family I don't have food I don't know how to get money to you know support myself support my family it's very easy to go the easiest way and for some people especially if you are at the bottom of life so to say in that very moment a lot of times the easiest way is to go after the easiest target which is pickpocketing, stealing, robbing, mogging, whatever you want to call it, just getting yourself what you need. 
okay like I'm not saying this is the right thing to do but what I'm saying is that for a lot of people it seems like the easiest way to get what they want and to survive in that very moment and obviously a lot of people just get really good at it or think it's much easier to get money in this way than to actually go and work hard but that's a completely different topic the question is how do we avoid getting into these situations in the first place and it's really as simple as not making yourself an easy target right so when I go to a new city and I know now technology is much more advanced than it used to be like five or eight, 10 or 15 years ago but now you can easily download offline maps of pretty much every city of pretty much every region where you go either on google maps download the offline maps or on maps.me that's maps.me you can download the city map offline so you can use it even when you don't have data even though you have no connection whatever it is and you can actually use it which is very helpful especially when you are lost if you're lost and you don't know where to go or what to do next don't show the whole world your loss, okay? Again, you're making yourself an easy target and even though there is billions of kind people in this world that will come and ask you if you need help and are trying to help you out, the easier target that you make yourself, the more attention you get from the wrong people that you don't want to get attention from, okay? It's super easy. So if you don't know where to go, if you have no clue, you're completely lost, whatever it is, simply pretend just keep walking just start looking for either international cafe a chain a hotel something where something that's familiar something that feels like okay this is a place where i can go inside and either i can sit down and comfortably look and find out where i am or i can ask someone or i can use the wi-fi and see if there's a wi-fi connection there or i can go into the washroom and like look at my phone comfortably without attracting a lot of attention quite obviously this is very different if you get lost in let's say new york city or if you get lost in mexico city right and even there it depends on like the part of the city where you get lost in and it depends on a million different things but the bottom of the point is the more vulnerable you make yourself look the easier target that you are the more you attract negative attention in the simplest easiest way so how do we avoid that don't do it don't make yourself an easy target don't show off all of your valuable things if you don't have to if you do you know don't be scared that they get stolen because again humans can sense the frequency the attention the feelings and again you'll make yourself an easier target and remember that i would say 99 percent of humans are kind and they're helpful and they want to help you and they're super friendly so i remember one time i was in johannesburg south africa and i wanted to go to the center i wanted to find a mall and get my gopro that i had at that time fixed and i just decided i was staying with a friend i decided i'm just gonna take a bus my friend was busy that day i'm gonna take a bus go to the center and just figure it out and find a place a local little shop that could possibly you know fix my tech any phone shop that would fix phones i thought maybe they can fix the gopro let's just try test it out so i took a little mini bus i went downtown and what i had not taken in consideration and research that i did not do is that the place that i wanted to go to actually is called mandela square it's a huge 
commercial center. It's a big mall. It's where a lot of tourists go. And I kind of just assumed it was in the center. I didn't do any research. I was visiting a friend. I wasn't thinking. I was young, whatever. <laughs> and I just went until the bus stopped. And I'm like, okay, that does not look like the center. But the bus driver assured me, this is the center. You got to get out here. This is the last stop. So I got out and it looked like literally like I was in a ghetto. <laughs> I was the only white person there. Obviously that alone is like I was a point center of attention and everyone was staring at me. Everyone was looking like what is this white chick doing here? What is she doing? Where is she going? What is she up to? Obviously, you could see on my face that I was completely lost. I didn't even know where I was. I thought I knew where I was going, where clearly I wasn't. I didn't know how to get back because I could, took this random bus here. Now, how would I get back? I didn't even know how the bus stop was called, where I left, where I went into. And obviously, people could see, well, this girl's lost. She's no idea where she's, where she's going, what she's doing. So people tried helping me, but it was, again wrong people people that were just trying to make some quick money were trying to ask money uh, for the help and they just tried sending me on the next bus the bus that wasn't even the right bus so I tried to get rid of them and then I decided okay this is not clearly not the best place to like hang out or like pull my phone out it wasn't even google maps offline at that point that was a few years ago and I literally had, I couldn't call my friend. I didn't have a SIM card. And I just decided to keep walking and to find a place where I could sit down, either connect to Wi-Fi or try to call my friend, get someone to call. So I kept walking, I kept walking, I kept walking. I walked through market, which was very cute. Again, lots of attention. And I found something that was like a hotel. It looked like a hotel. I walked inside and... <laughs> I noticed it wasn't a normal hotel, it was in our hotel and the person that was working there, obviously there was no Wi-Fi, was not very helpful at all. He showed me like, you're in the center, you're in the center, this is the city center of Joburg, now go figure it out. He was clearly not up for helping me, he just wanted to, you know, get paid for his hour hotel and <laughs> so I had to keep walking. There was nothing that looked familiar, there was no no hotels, there was no cafes, there was there was literally nothing. There were just people selling their stuff on the street. So I kept on walking, 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 walking. I just literally kept on walking until I found a train station. And the train station, I felt like, okay, this looks like a good, familiar place. So I tried connecting to the Wi-Fi and just sending my friend a message of like where I was and what my plan was and how to get back. But none of the Wi-Fi works. None of the Wi-Fi in any of the restaurants, any of the shops was actually working, which was very interesting. I've never had that happen to me before. So then I just decided, okay, I'm just going to take the train and just go back. Clearly, I'm at the wrong place. There was nothing that even looked like anyone could repair technology. So I was like, okay, whatever, I'm just going to go back. Also, what I didn't know was that there were two different trains. The cheap train, that is like a dollar or two and then the more expensive train that is much faster and obviously the people that ride these trains are very different kinds of people again i didn't know i got my ticket i asked the lady where i had to get out 
um, I was describing her that the mall that I was you know taking the bus from to come here where I had to go back and she said okay well this and this is the closest bus station uh, train station just go there you'll figure it out so I did I waited for the train for about an hour and then the train itself I believe it took two and a half to three hours now again the bus ride there was less than an hour so I started to worry especially as I saw that we were passing by the airport and the airport was not at all on the way to where I had to go now it was starting to get dark and in this train nobody announced the stations there was no sign at which station we were stopping the train would just randomly stop and it was very difficult to see where we were as it started getting darker and darker, I started to worry a little bit and obviously people noticed. So the people that were sitting next to me in the train started to help me and ask me where do I had to go. They were trying to have a conversation with me and telling me like, okay, you know what? This is not the place for you to be. This is not safe. You shouldn't be here. This is clearly not for people like you. I didn't feel unsafe, to be honest, at all. I was just worried because I didn't know where I was going and I didn't have any idea about how to find my exit. But thankfully, there were very kind people on the train that helped me and told me when I had to get out. And they actually had to get out at every station as well to like check if this was my station because it was not a popular station at all. Anyway, I made it to the station. I got out and again, the station was in the middle of nowhere. Everything was dark. There was one tiny little open bar and that was it. Now, the station was not anywhere close to where my friend was living, which was close to the mall where I took the bus from. You couldn't walk. It was, it was still quite far. So I had to somehow either get a phone and ask someone to let me use their phone or get a taxi there was almost no traffic and definitely no taxi so I thought okay my best shot is to ask someone if I could borrow their phone and make a quick phone call and just call my friend now in South Africa phone plans are not like in the US or in a lot of other parts of the world but you actually have to pay for every single phone call you do and nobody had credit on their phone or nobody wanted to lend me their phone even though I offered them money to make a phone call to my friend until I found a truck driver who I again asked him to borrow his phone to make a phone call. We got in a conversation. He was like, you know what? I'll drive you. I'll drive you. Now, if you grew up somewhere in the Western world, most likely your parents have told you, don't get into a car with a stranger. Ha 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 ha. Unless you don't have another choice. <laughs> so I said, okay, you know, that's an adventure. Whatever happens will happen go take me please take me wherever I need to go and he actually drove me which was very interesting because he didn't let me do phone call from his phone because he said he didn't have money even though I offered him money but he drove me all the way to my friend's house I guess that was more of an adventure for him than letting someone use his phone but in the end it took me a few hours to get back but I did get back now this story I love it very much because so many people even when I told my friend and his friend that was over visiting they're like what the hell did she do how did she get back that is so unsafe you should not have done this you know Johannesburg is not one of the safest cities in the world whatever 
but my experience was so completely far from dangerous and I never felt like I was in danger or something could possibly happen to me that it's just another beautiful experience of kindness and of seeing how people are actually willing to go out of their own way to help other people. Sometimes it's not in the way that we think is the easiest or best but you will always figure it out and you will always get to where you need to go and you will always be safe if you believe in the kindness of people. Now again to recap, if you want to stay safe traveling no matter where you go, obviously try to not make yourself the easiest target. But other than that, it's also important to remember that people are kind, that people want to help us and that no matter what happens to you, you'll be safe, you'll be protected, you'll be guided, whatever it is, you'll be okay. And you also need to trust yourself that you can figure it out. I think this is the most important part. I literally saw this trip as an adventure. I had nowhere else to go, I had nowhere else to be, there was nothing on the line for me. I just knew eventually I'll get back. If it takes one hour or five hours, who cares? One day it will just be a story, it won't be a big deal and it doesn't really matter how long it takes or how you get back and actually the more adventurous the better. If you want to learn how to travel safely all around the world without ever having to actually think about your safety and just have it be part as second nature, just part of who you are, then I have a workshop for you. It's called Untouchable. It's all about traveling and safety. It's the perfect gift for yourself if you want to travel more or to anyone that wants to start traveling more. Maybe you have a child that's into traveling someone that just wants to go out and experience the world but is still a little bit hesitating or a little brainwashed like most of us are from media that the world is unsafe and dangerous and we have to like watch our back and be careful wherever we go then this is the perfect workshop just get the link in the comments in the show notes or find the link and or message me on social media and instagram at vivivile thank you so much for listening to this episode of the number one most underrated travel safety tip if you have any questions feel free to send in a voice note and i see you in the next episode again thank you for listening to explore to evolve if you like this episode please subscribe to the channel and share this episode with anyone who would benefit from listening to it